It's a common question. What's going to lead to your next business expansion? Is it a focus on new strategy or is it a focus on new energy? Is it more of the masculine and the structure and tactics or is it more the surrender, the allowing, the, the welcoming and intuition? Well, most people have a primary pattern, a primary pattern of what they feel is most comfortable, what's most safe, what's most familiar. The question is, which one is in your expansion? Now, generally, what's in your expansion is the one that you want to avoid. It's the one that you want to neglect. It's the one that you may be afraid of, the one that brings up the most fear. So a choice is yours. Which one would you like to expand? Would you like to stay in a pattern that's familiar and comfortable, or would you like to evolve into the version of yourself that your business needs? And it's generally going into the going into the pattern that your mind doesn't want. And that's exactly what happens to Eve here. What you're about to watch is a live coaching example of how to really create the transformation that you're after. And this is what Eve does. Eve is a part of the serving circle and I did this live group impromptu uh, coaching on my birthday and it was a it was a shift that you're going to start to see can happen for anyone but how to apply the questions into yourself. So what you're going to learn here is one, how to know what's in your soul's expansion. What's, what are your next steps for your soul's expansion? Two, how to have a healthy, balanced, masculine and feminine energy for your business success. Three, how to really overcome those fears, overcome not feeling enough and how to overcome the patterns of rejection. And four, how all this relates to your business expansion and your business success. So yes, it's here on this podcast and in the Serving Circle where you help elevate consciousness through spiritual business success. So if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, make sure to subscribe, get notified, and enjoy the episode coming up. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. All right, I'm really happy to do this. I'm happy to... Uh... I'm happy to be here on my birthday and definitely have a, a space where we can just rant. So when it comes down to when it comes down to business, this is really what I want to uh, what I want to highlight for you as you inquire as to what will help you most. There's generally a place where you're sitting right now, which is your primary pattern. So when you have a primary pattern that may be towards meditation, spirituality, more feminine, more allowing, more surrendering, it can often be in your expansion to work on the muscle to do with some hard work, some tactics, tools, strategies, some structure, right? That's because our soul, our higher self is always guiding us to love all sides, all sides of us, to use all internal resources. 
And so as we expand, as we grow, as we develop, we are called to love all sides of us. So it makes sense why when some people are heavily developed in their overdeveloped masculine with the hard work structure, you know, being attached to outcomes and circumstances, it can often be in their expansion to breathe, to relax, to chill, to, to surrender, to feel, to be more in the feminine. So that's my key, key question that you can ask yourself right now is what is it that your primary pattern has been adopting? Where have your primary patterns been? Is it mostly in the masculine? Is it mostly in the feminine? Is it mostly in the doing? Is it in the non-doing? And so it'll be in your expansion to develop that, those that you haven't necessarily been developed, those that have those resources, those sides of you that have been neglected, sometimes resisted, avoided, so that you can develop all sides of you. Now, I'll give you an example. Let's say you're working in your business and all of a sudden you have this schedule full of stuff. And in order to fill the schedule, in order to, in order to uh, plan, structure, do some hard work and hustle, you catch yourself saying, if I'm not to do that, I'll feel what? All of a sudden, if I'm not to structure anything, and let's say I'm just going to sit down in silence and sit in this chair for the next six hours, what will I feel? Now, some of you are laughing. Because that may be death to your very patterns. It may be death to the pattern that says, who and what I am is what I do. My worthiness is attached to my outcomes. My safety is attached to what my day looks like or my structure or my whatever it may be. So when you have an overdeveloped pattern, no matter what it is, if it's overdeveloped, then you'll be going through that pattern for a certain reason because in that pattern is your worthiness. It's your safety. It's your needing to be seen. It's your needing to be loved. It's your needing to feel worthy, right? So that when you don't do that, if you just say, hey, because when, like, for example, my, my coach, when I started working, my coach, Christina Lopes, she's got a huge, huge YouTube channel. She's amazing. I started working with her and she said, she saw how much I was addicted to my overdeveloped masculine. And she said, hey, for the next two weeks, you're going to stay in your feminine. You're not going to plan anything. You're not going to structure it. You're just going to go throughout your day. If you have an idea, you're not going to act on it. You're going to write it down and allow it to mature. And I was like, you might as well tell me to jump off a bridge. <laughs> not really. It wasn't, it wasn't that extent, but it was, it, was a, it was a fear of mine to say, well, who am I without this planning and action and hard work and hustle? And so as I went through that, what did I do? I just, I sat down 
I wrote down my ideas, didn't act on them. And I just started dancing. Started dancing around the house, started being completely free, accessing my feminine, doing more meditation, internal feeling meditations. And as I started feeling the uncomfortable emotions of coming up, they started to leave. They started to die. What's actually happening in the uncomfortable, in the uncomfortable circumstance of you going against your primary patterns and exploring a side of you that is that is new or different and a new resource your ego is dying your ego's patterns are dying the rules you have of what i need to do to feel safe or enough or worthy is dying so the question is what is your primary pattern and what's the opposite? What's the opposite that you may have been, that you may be avoiding, that you may be resisting, that you may be judging? And that's the side we can work on. That's the side that life is calling you to explore. And you and I both know the universe is going to poke you and prod you to help you learn these lessons. Learn the lessons that we're here to love all sides of us so that we can gain resources that we haven't gained before. Does anyone have any questions so far? Eve, go for it. Hi, thanks very much, Tyson, um, and happy birthday. Um, uh, so my question is, um, so if you've been, um, if you've already gone through a period of expansion and you've kind of moved into that other expression, right? And then you're experiencing, um, I guess, difficulties in relation to like, uh, you know, the business side of things. And I guess I'm talking about if you've been in a really, really corporate masculine expression, shifted over into a much more feminine, intuitive, um, you know, place, then you then you're experiencing the resistance of going back into that really structured place, which is where the business stuff is. Is is your perspective that you actually need to shift tactics in that in that instance, or shift energy and go back? Does that make if that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Definitely. The, this is actually quite common because since I coach spiritual entrepreneurs, many of them are into the aspects of surrender and allowing mm-hmm. and more feminine, more intuition. And some of them have come from corporate backgrounds where they're like, oh my God, that was not me. And so now they've gone the other way right. to the feminine. And now mm-hmm. they're starting to love the feminine, embrace the feminine. And now that may have been starting to become the overdeveloped uh, pattern and now they don't trust their masculine right okay right okay. this this was also me as well after even after those two weeks mm. <laughs> those two weeks of being mm. my feminine now i was in the pattern of like oh my god do i actually trust my masculine do i actually right. trust my divine masculine that says hey when action needs to be taken can i mm. take that in a healthy way can i respond in mm-hmm. a healthy way right mm. we need our masculine we need our masculine when we have a when we have a pattern let's say we have a mission we have a goal we have a purpose 
it requires both the internal reflection. This is why my coach explains it. It's like, it's like uh, creating pottery. Now, I haven't ever created pottery, but this analogy worked for me. So hopefully it works for you. But if you're creating a vase and you've got the clay on that little turntable, I don't even know if they call it a turntable. We're just going to call it a turntable. But when you start putting the clay on that table, the feminine energy is all about possibility. It's holding the container. It says, what can I create here? Can it be a vase? Can it be a cup? Can it be a... I've never done pottery before. Can it be something else? And your mind's creating, you're, you're creating the endless possibilities in the container of what is it can, that can manifest here, right? As soon as you put your hands to the clay, that's the masculine. Now you can see how they work in harmony. We need both. Many people who are overdeveloped in their masculine are just taking action all the time. And they're not taking time for the, the ideas to mature, which is why I, was, I wrote down ideas. I wasn't able to take action on them, just allow them to mature. I'm like, okay, let's give the space for some of this energy to start flowing through ideas, to manifest, to you know, have that sit in, that, sit in that, that void of possibility. And as soon as I put my hands to clay, as soon as I take action on it, all of a sudden, you're able to, you're able to um, act in a very healthy way. And it's not from, I need to create this so I can feel enough. I need to create this and then create this perfect vase so I can feel enough. And so people will see me in this way and they will start to like me and whatever. When you have a very healthy masculine and feminine, it's coming from a place of wholeness instead of a place that comes from a pattern, a pattern of insecurity or a pattern of um, needing to feel enough or safe. So when you have the when you have the healthy masculine, when you have the healthy feminine, they aid each other. They aid each other so that when you are taking action, it can be from a place of inspiration, a place of, um, a place of passion, a place of resourcefulness, rather than the wounded masculine who's forgetting why he's fighting in the first place. Does that make sense to you, Eve? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. What is it? What is it that you may have? What is it that you may be fearing about going back to the uh, back to the masculine? Well, uh, you know, I think that um, I liked the way that you. I liked what you said that it was. You know, I think the word you used was trust, which. Um, uh, lands because when I left sort of finance law uh, kind of world, it was it wasn't in a I wasn't feeling very good about where I was. So I think that um, it makes sense that there's probably still some work to do there about coming back into that trust. Mm -hmm. But the way that I'm feeling right now in relation to my business and like it's all there, like it's all mapped. The clients are there, it's ready to go, and I'm just like the actual um like the tech side of things like the website the cop like I just I just don't even want to be in I don't want to be doing that so I guess that was kind of my question I'm like 
am I actually wasting my time trying to do it, trying to get back into that more masculine, doing that masculine stuff, or should I just be outsourcing it? I don't know. But but there's definitely, I do, I mean, no, but what you've said has definitely resonated, Glenn. So I think that um, there's definitely some some stuff I can look at there. Okay, great. And this is why the question of what feels in my expansion mm. is so important because it can go either way. So what's in someone's expansion when, they're, when they've got all this tech stuff to do mm. and someone says, well, what's in my highest? Is it, is it developing the skills and learning how to do all the tech stuff right. or do I just delegate it and have someone else do it and me stick to my zone of genius? Right, which is where I, that's what it feels like. Because every time I go back into that energetically, I feel like I get pulled back down to this really like, it just feels like heavy and like annoying. And um, so I liked that you said, well, do you need maybe a shift in tactic or energy? Like, is it one or the other? And maybe there's like areas that I can look at and go, if I don't really have to do this, um, get someone else to do it. Mm -hmm. Totally. People... Let's, let's, let's put this also in a way that people can relate to because um, not everyone's in the same, in the same tech scenario, but I'll give another example which offers the same uh, principles. Let's say you have also uh, a client that you're working with that is out of, quote unquote, out of alignment. So whether it's a tech issue, whether it's a client, whether it's something else, and the question in your mind is, oh my God, this thing is out of alignment and it's, it's not energetically there for me. Is it in my expansion to continue with this person or continue with this task? Or is it in my span expansion to go away from it and align with something else? You were so intuitive, Tyson. I can't believe you just used that example. Thank you so much. <laughs> Here we go. We're, we're going we're gonna to roll with it. And the reason why we ask ourselves this question of what feels in my expansion, when I say expansion, I mean, it's that feeling that in order to move forward, I have to embrace the unknown. So it feels exciting, but scary. So in order to do it, I feel like I have to melt away and break away some smaller stories. I have to break away some, some patterns that are holding me back. Like, do we all know a particular friend or family member or client when they, they're feeling, they're feeling uh, out of alignment, but at some level you can feel, oh, it's because it's something that's in me. It's something in me that I'm, that's causing some resistance. And so therefore it feels exciting, but scary for me to now be around this person because I know, oh my God, I'm going to have to heal something deep in myself. Compared to your intuition knowing that if there's someone here that's out of alignment, it can feel expansive and scary to let them go and say, oh, it's now, it's now in my expansion to let them go, to surrender, and, then, and for me to align with people who... Um, who are in my highest. So what feels most expansive is generally what your soul, your heart, your spirit's guiding you towards that offers the most healing for you. 
makes sense. Absolutely. Next key question. In order to embrace that tech issue, if it does, whatever feels in your expansion, if it is to go, if it is to move towards it or if it is to move away from it, what is it that you fear most? Uh, it's a, then, it, then that's a great question because this is exactly where the block came up. Um, so my sister's been um, like everything just lined up. Like as soon as I said, yes, it just like the universe was just like bang, 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 bang. And I basically just kind of stopped when I went back into this control space of like, well, if I delegate, then um, someone's not going to do it right. Or they're not going to, it's not going to be the right expression of what I'm trying to say. It's not going to be the right energy signature. It's going to be, you know, um, so that is a really good um, question because I think it's actually that I'm like fearing, like, I don't know, I guess it's like, like trusting someone else to do it or like letting go. It just feels like letting go that like, it's also that it's collaborative that as soon as you actually really start business, it's a collaborative, beautiful process that's creative and that someone else is reading your energy in the same way you're reading theirs. So, um, I think that, um, yeah, that that's where the block came because I was like, um, I couldn't, um, yeah, like I, I was worried that it was not going to be, not going to be perfect or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And then like cool. wanted to control it again, like let go, but then I wanted to control it again. So it's important to know. And one mm. thing I'll, um, one thing I'll highlight as well before we move on to do with blocks. Mm. Mm. A lot of people see the block as being in the way. Mm. As a kid, what did we all do with the blocks that we play with? Were they things that were in the way? Kids doing it? <laughs> were they things mm. that were in the way? Sometimes they're in the way, but also there's another thousand possibilities of what we can do with those blocks. Right? Because some people see blocks as a problem. I see blocks as an opportunity. It gives you something to play with. So I'll leave that with you. I'll let that sink in. But here's the next question. From what you fear most, because from, from coaching hundreds of entrepreneurs in the last six, seven years, hundreds, one-on-one, -on -one, diving deep, asking these questions, here's what I realized. When you don't take action on something, mm -hmm. And it's generally towards what's most scary and it's generally towards what is in our expansion for our soul and mm -hmm. our soul's growth. It's always because of an emotion we don't want to feel. So when you ask yourself the question of what do I fear most? My next question is what will you feel? What emotion will emerge if that fear is to come true? So let's say you hire someone and they're completely crap and they crash everything. And all of a sudden your website goes down. All of a sudden you have no clients. You're, you're poor. Your house catches on fire and whatever happens, whatever the worst case scenario is, what will you feel? What emotions would emerge in that scenario of your worst case? Um, the feeling is like um, it's the opposite of um, it's just feeling really crap. It's, I mean, I, I'm only experiencing it in the opposite of like when 
you know, we're in this process of expansion and our energy is so up and we're so on. And it's like, we're trying to express who we are mm-hmm. and the opposite of that, that like you do all that and then it just goes like, <laughs> like, yeah. no. <laughs> okay, cool. So what will so, you experience? Like, will, it be, will it be failure? Will it be sadness? Will it be yeah. frustration? Will it be anger? What, what, what do you think will be the primary emotion? I feel like it would actually be rejection. Yeah. Okay. I think. Cool. Well, let's go with that for now. Be rejection that put it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go with that for now. Cause I don't know anyone else. I don't know anyone else who's felt this, but it's quite a common thing that comes up in the world of entrepreneurship. So when we have uh, an overview, look at this, you can start seeing, okay, this feels in my expansion. This feels exciting. This feels scary. The only reason why my mind wouldn't go there is because of an emotion I don't want to feel. Mm-hmm. And that emotion is rejection. Mm-hmm. And this comes back mm-hmm. to a, a pattern that says, mm-hmm. if I'm rejected, I won't feel enough. I won't feel loved. I won't feel safe. I won't feel worthy. Because we all have patterns as children growing up where we have the unconscious question in our mind of who do I need to be so that I can be enough? Who do I need to be so that I can be loved? Because to an infant, love is survival. As long as I can be loved, I can survive. So let me ask you as a child, what would happen if you were to get rejected? Hmm. It's a really hard question because part of like my own personal journey was like this very, very structured identity that was like structured to avoid that lawyer, Wall Street, like all just there to like make sure that it all looked the right way. So I don't even know because I feel like I've I've been playing into that probably for ever, really, until I went into this like you know, and I didn't really have a choice, but I went through this massive sort of expansion um, into the feminine. And, um, but it's then that bringing it forward that's, I think, coming, bringing that up though, that um, like vulnerability and rejection. Yeah, great. So here's here's a key question. Mm. If you were to, just to the best of your conscious ability as a child, let's say, you know, growing up as you know four five six years old what would happen if you were to get vulnerable if you were to be vulnerable or you were to be rejected by those you care for those you care about the most what would you experience or what would you fear there This sounds weird. So um, first of all, I really didn't let myself be that much. And the first thing that's come to mind is that whenever I would go into a really authentic expression of me when I was younger, first thing I would hit would be would be rejection because I'd trigger people. So as soon as I was big energetically, it would just be like people would go, uh, you know, it'd be a pushback. I think mm-hmm. that's what, from memory as a kid with friends, with theater, I was like too weird, connected to the earth, all those things. Like, it would be like a shutdown, I think. Mm-hmm. Which which, yeah. which allowed you to feel what? 
what did what 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 did you feel in those circumstances, or what was the emotion you were avoiding? Uh, like not enough, or what was I? Hang on, I was wait, hang on. Uh, what was what did that make me feel, or what was mm -hmm. I avoiding feeling? Yeah, either or. Okay, so I guess unloved, unlovable, rejected, not belonging. Um, yeah, not belonging. And that's a big one, like not belonging. Like you don't fit in, you're different, like you're, yeah. So, uh, so, an, intern, so an internal pattern, we'll call your internal five-year-old. Mm. Internal five-year-old has developed the belief and developed the pattern that says, I need to go through life protecting myself, not being open and vulnerable and my own self-expression because if I get rejected, I'm going to feel not enough. I'm not going to feel loved. Mm -hmm. So this is a pattern that, that was developed early on as a way of keeping you safe and keeping you feeling enough. It says, oh, I've got the, I've got the gift. I've got the gift of life. It is, don't be vulnerable. As long as you're not vulnerable, you don't have to put yourself out there. You don't, you'll never get rejected. Mm until mm. you get to the point now where mm. you're starting to heighten your level of consciousness mm. and it's starting to flip. And all of a sudden by avoiding the rejection that other people may give you and by keeping safe, mm -hmm. who's really judging who now? Oh, it's just now I'm just like my own judgments, like yes. banging down. Like I've got every answer, like come on Eve, like do it yes. <laughs> already. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so think about it this way. It, it's, it's less of a question of is delegating this task the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. Mm. It's more of a question of what's triggering that pattern in me that's ready to be healed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So instead of, instead of not taking action, it's more of, because people call that procrastination. Mm. What I see is, hey, I'm avoiding taking this action that's going to bring up my deepest fear. Mm. That if I delegate this and they screw it up, all of a sudden mm. I'm going to feel rejected. I'm going to feel vulnerable. Mm. I'm going to feel not loved, which to your unconscious mind means I'm not going to survive. Totally. You just nailed it. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly what it is. Yep. Now, now you have a now you have a real choice. It's what I call a real <laughs> choice. Now that you have the gift of uh, the gift of seeing, mm. here's here's where the real opportunity is. It's in saying if all of that falls apart and I am to um, hire someone and it all goes to crap and I fail big time and I get rejected, what side mm. of me will I need to sit with? What emotions will I need to feel? What emotions will I need to sit with and hold in my body? Because as I do that, I'm holding a loving safe space for this internal five-year-old. Another way of saying that is in order to succeed now, because you've reached a level of consciousness where you've succeeded a lot in the past, and now your, your level of consciousness is heightening, where life is now teaching you, you're ready for a deeper lesson. That who and what you are is not the success. Who and what you are is not the external thing. It's not the money. It's not the accolades. It's not how other people view you. Mm. Who and what you are is so much more. And therefore, 
in order to learn that lesson, wouldn't it make sense that the universe wouldn't just gift you another result? Because if you're attached to that outcome mm -hmm. and you say my worthiness and my safety mm -hmm. and my identity is attached to this outcome of being a successful business owner, successful coach, whatever it may be, if you're attached to that and you achieve it, a part of you might be happy, but unconsciously a part of you will also live in fear that you're going to lose it. Mm -hmm. Right? I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So now you're ready for a deeper lesson that says, hey, maybe you're ready to start learning that who and what you are, who and what you are is not the result. It's not the outcome. It's not the opinions of other people. It's not the, it's not the money in the bank. Mm -hmm. Who and what you are is so much more. And in order to learn that lesson, you need to heal the wound and heal the pattern that says who and what I am is the outcome. Because mm -hmm. if I can achieve the outcome, I won't fail. I won't be vulnerable. I won't get rejected. And I'll be loved. Mm. Mm. So to do that, it's shifting from avoiding the emotion of rejection. It's moving from instead of avoiding, instead of resisting it, instead of reacting to it, we shift into feeling it fully. Mm. And Kim will tell you, she's been in my world for a long time. How often do I remind people to feel fully? 16.73 times per hour. There you go. It's a lot. We'll put that down as a lot. The secret here is feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is when you, when, you, when you breathe and you hold a loving safe space for the emotion and you allow it to be there and you welcome it, what's happening is you... you you start providing unconditional love to that five-year-old who just needed love. So you ready for some more questions, Eve? I'm loving it. Yes, more. Right. Yep, so good. If you are to feel rejection, if you were to just take a breath right now and imagine feeling, imagine being rejected, whatever that means to you. And everyone else on this call can do the same. Whatever your fear is, is to imagine what that fear is and say, if that's to happen, what would I feel physically in my body? So if, if right now you're to welcome in, give yourself permission to feel rejected. Give yourself permission to feel not enough. Give yourself permission to feel unloved in your body and just breathe with it and notice what you feel in your body and hold a loving safe space for it. What are the physical sensations you notice as you welcome it in? Do you feel it in your head, your shoulders, your chest, your stomach, your legs? Where is it you feel it? Right. In your oh, throat. Yeah. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful. So continue to breathe and just feel whatever you feel in your throat. Just continue to breathe deep and welcome it in fully. And when you notice these physical sensations, you almost want to exaggerate them a little bit. Exaggerate the, the feeling, exaggerate the vibrations, exaggerate the sensations. 
and describe to describe to me in detail what is it you feel in your throat does it feel like it's hot is it clenching is it heavy it feels is it tight and it feels like holding on it feels like a, a tightness and like a okay perfect so allow it to be as tight as it needs to be mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll give you some space right now to just allow it to feel tight and allow it to feel as tight as it needs to now you don't need to it's not your job to make it go away it's not your job to shift it it's not your job to change it it's your job to feel it fully welcome it in and feel it fully and while you do so i'll remind you if you can explain it to me if you can describe it to me that means you're not the emotion you're the observer of the emotion now, while you breathe, while you feel it, while you allow it to be there and welcome it in without resistance and without judgment, I want you to just imagine you holding just this loving, safe space for whatever needs to happen. So allow the intelligence of your body, the intelligence of your soul, the intelligence of the universe to know exactly what it needs to do. It knows exactly what needs to happen in order for this energy to be there, to um, to you know, move to pulsate, to shift, whatever it needs to for as long as it needs to. But while you're holding space for it, I'll remind you that when this fear comes up, when this rejection comes up, when this feeling not enough comes up, what's really coming up is this inner five-year-old who has this belief that says, my, my worthiness, my, my, my ability to be loved is in my success. And so this five-year-old's coming to your conscious awareness. Now, most people, when this fear comes up, they'll reject it, they'll push it down, they'll avoid it, and therefore they'll try to build their business as a way to not feel rejected. You can only imagine the type of vibration they're putting in their marketing or their products and their, their courses towards their clients. It's trying to avoid a part of themselves. But when we feel fully, when we embrace all of it, when you're willing to feel any emotion that comes up, comfortable or uncomfortable, what you're doing is you're allowing that five-year-old to come to your conscious awareness. You're allowing the five-year-old to be there. And you can imagine just this five-year-old sitting on your lap. And this five-year-old's scared. This five-year-old believes that if I get rejected, I'm going to die. And so this is the loving, safe space you're holding This is the love you're sending the five-year-old when you give yourself permission to feel fully, you give yourself permission to feel all these vibrations in your body and you allow them to be there. What happens when you breathe, you welcome it and you start sending it love, knowing that it's just an internal five-year-old that just wants to be seen. It's an internal five-year-old that just wants to be heard and just wants to be loved unconditionally. So what is it you feel? What is it you notice in your body? What is it you notice that's coming, going around you as you welcome everything coming in? Uh, so it already feels like it's like um, released a little bit um, just by holding presence there, I think, and um, moving it a little. Uh, it feels, I, I guess, maybe some, something just opened up. It actually feels like it's related to me and this identity in relation to my family and that all of this feeling of rejection then is because I moved away from this corporate lawyer Eve um, into this new version of me 
this the emotion is still there that I'm now attached in the new expanded version of me is still attached to that same but what if they reject me now on my second version eve eve number two like they don't like that either <laughs> which <laughs> so um that's what i think that that's what just came up so right. but it feels um it feels like it definitely feels like it's shifted a bit yeah. and here's here's why so no matter what you feel just continue to feel continue to breathe and the analogy i use and sorry for everyone who's heard this for the millionth time. But it's an awesome reminder. The analogy I use, it's like the five-year-old in the park. So imagine it's someone else's five-year-old. And imagine a five-year-old comes up to you in the park. And let's say they're scared. They don't know where their parents are. And they come to you for safety. Now, would you say to that five-year-old, go away until you feel better? When you feel better, come back to me. Or would you say to that five-year-old, it's wrong you're feeling sad. You shouldn't be feeling sad. You need to be fixed. Some people are like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd say that. Most of us wouldn't. But is it true? Would you just hold a loving, safe space for them to just feel whatever they feel, believe whatever they need to believe, and you would just be the parent role that just sends unconditional love for them? Now, when it comes to our own internal five-year-olds, what is it we do? Are we judging it? Are we avoiding them and saying, oh my God, I feel this fear, go away fear. Or I feel this fear, oh my God, it's wrong. I'm feeling this way. I need to go meditate. I need to, get, I need to be fixed. I need to go back to my spiritual practice because I need to bypass this feeling. Or are we welcoming it, surrendering to it, allowing it, and just holding a loving, safe space for it? Because as you feel it in your body, your soul expands. Your soul expands through contrast. Your soul expands through experience. And you're here to experience everything. And so the more you feel this rejection, unworthiness in your body, the more those layers are starting to heal. And the more and more you get closer and closer to the core wound the more it starts to heal, the more you feel it in your body. I call it like a soul's workout. Everyone's avoiding emotion. But as soon as we go to exercise, we're willing to feel that pain. Like, oh yeah, that's good for me. So I'm willing to feel the pain of an ab workout or my arms or my legs when I'm on a run. I'm willing to feel that pain, yeah, for sure. But when it comes to the vibrations of the quote-unquote pain, the uncomfortable emotions of our the uncomfortable vibrations, very emotions, but like, holy shit, I'll do anything to avoid that. <laughs> right. I'll go through, I'll go through divorce. I'll hurt people. I'll, I'll let go of all of my dreams in order to not feel this thing. And then I say, Hey, what if you just feel it? What if you just feel it? What if you just feel it in your body? If you're willing to feel any emotion, there's literally nothing you can't do. Because everything that you're not doing is because of the emotion that you don't want to feel. This is what I started learning when I started meditating two hours a day. That was about three years ago, just sitting in silence and just feeling my goddamn feelings. Now, what's going to happen when you feel it fully is you're literally becoming the parent to that internal five-year-old. And you're becoming energetically the parent that they wish they had. 
which is why now the, the pattern, that internal five-year-old is now able to heal. What does that feel like? That's such a beautiful message. That's so, I love that. That's so nice. And that I just feel really peaceful right now. That like I can, I can hold the space and be the parent that I needed in that respect. And I really love that you said we don't have to fix it. Exactly. Because I think, and it's also a, um, you know, it's almost like a, a danger with, um, when you're quite intuitive, you can go in and you start getting intuitive, you can start analyzing intuitively, where's this feeling? What is it about? What's it, where did it, where's it come from? When it's still bypassing and not feeling the feeling. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. So you have a couple options. One, avoid the feeling and allow the universe to guide you to circumstances, situations, and events that are going to trigger the feeling because your soul's like, Hey, you're going to learn this either way. You're going to learn this lesson that you're here to love. You're here to heal. You're here to contribute at deeper levels and you're here to do that. So we're going to guide you, you know, in small ways, in medium ways, in large ways. If you don't learn the lessons, we're going to, you're going to learn the lesson anyway. So you've got a couple options. One's through deep, deep levels of pain through circumstances, or you can go through deep, deep levels of pain through your meditations. Either way, Cassie, you have something to add? I was just going to say, um, I, I've kind of been putting off, I, I'm taking two different business coaches, coaching programs right now. Um, and one of my teachers gave me an assignment and it, like when I got it, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and it's kind of put me in a weird funk. And I finally realized it's because it actually wants me to like kind of take down the shield and be vulnerable. And I don't like doing that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me, let me, let me say so, this. The pattern doesn't like doing that. Yeah, your prior, your prior pattern doesn't doesn't like doing that. Your prior pattern doesn't like being vulnerable. Yeah, right. So once I kind of came to terms with that's the reason why I didn't want to do the assignment, I was like, okay, fine, <laughs> we've got this. Like all of a sudden, it was like, okay, done and done. Yeah, and that's why Eve's being the perfect example for all of us to say, hey, let's go in and feel. Let's hold a loving, safe space for whatever emotions are coming up. And when you do that, here's the transformation. You'll no longer be building your business from a place of, I just need to not feel this thing. And so you'll be doing your marketing or building your team or doing your messaging or, or creating your course and serving your clients in a way where, oh my God, I just don't want to feel rejected. Mm. That is so powerful because I can actually see now that even in everything that I've done so far, I've been actually doing it in this non-attached way of like, I'm not too invested because if I'm too invested, then I might get rejected and then I'll feel that. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, not all the way in either. So it's like doing it like half fast. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so then I've like, oh, well, if it doesn't work, oh, it doesn't work. I didn't really try anyway. It doesn't matter, you know, kind yeah. of thing. 
yeah yeah that's like so so powerful here's wow. here's here's your unconscious brain's conversation uh i'll 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 share this with everyone because it'll it'll resonate your brain has this unconscious conversation that says do i take this leap outside my comfort zone now in order to do that I need to face my deepest fear of not being enough and not being worthy of love. So what do I do? Do I stay inside my comfort zone where there's pain? We're staying comfortable and familiar and safe long-term or do I go with the pain of getting outside my comfort zone and aspecting that level of growth? There's pain either way. Right. So I just want to make sure I understand what you said, Tyson. So basically, are you saying that once we get to this place where we figured out what the emotion is, right, that that's our fear, that we have to feel it, then we have two choices. We can either stay feeling that and in the pain or we go, we've got to take the action anyway and face that fear. Is that what, is that where we... Well, when you feel that, when you feel the fear, when you feel your worst case scenario and you heal the pattern, you now have no excuse or you, you now have everything right. you, you now have you now have everything you need to take the leap right right because you now like heal the pattern yeah yeah now, now you're like when i take the leap i'm willing to feel what's on the other side mm. right and this is why it's so so powerful because because before that happens your mind is saying this your mind saying hey i'm designed to stay safe familiar and, com- and what's comfortable and so I have a couple of choices. Do I stay here or do I go outside my comfort zone? And so your mind says, why the hell would I get outside my comfort zone when I'm, when I'm safe right here, right now? And it says, and you're, you're, a part of you says, yeah, but you're here to grow. You're here to expand. You're here to love more deeply. You're here to contribute at deeper levels. And so your mind has this conversation that says, which one's the right option? Well, how about, this is your conversation with, with yourself, Eve. How about I go outside my comfort zone and I try to make this thing work so it's like I'm growing, but not do it in the whole way. Whereas if I do fail, I have the excuse like, oh, I never went in all the way anyway. So therefore, I'm not completely vulnerable. I'm not completely Mm -hmm. invested. I'm not completely Mm -hmm. at a risk so that I can kind of grow without Mm -hmm. risking my deepest fear. Mm -hmm. My deepest fear is if I go all in and then I get rejected and fail. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Notice you, you can even watch back this recording and see your face just then. As I said that, you're like, oh my God. Right? <laughs> so that's the, that's the compromise your mind comes up with. It says, oh my God, how do, I, how, do I, how do I give myself the illusion like I'm growing and contributing while also giving myself the safety net and the safety, mm-hmm. uh, the safety rope of if it all does come cr- crumbling down, then it doesn't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. But now you can give yourself the gift of saying, what if I was to go all in? 
completely all in, completely fail, be rejected. Everyone hate mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I go broke. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, no matter what comes up inside me, I'll send it love. Mm. I'll be there for the internal five-year-olds that are here to be healed. Internal patterns that need to be healed. And I'll remind you, that release that you had from the fear that comes up and the, and the rejection and the, the healing of your body happened in a matter of moments after being in your body for decades. That's mm. how powerful you are. Mm. That's how powerful you are. We're reaching a level of consciousness now where we can heal these patterns in moments that used to take mm -hmm. lifetimes. Crazy. That's the opportunity we have if we're willing to do it. So that's my, that's, that's the, the choice you have. Am I willing to dedicate some time and prioritize my spiritual growth where I give myself that space to feel fully, to heal these inner patterns, to heal these inner wounds so that when I take my masculine action, it's from a place of wholeness. It's from a place of, it's from a healed, balanced place. Not from a place of a pattern of, oh my God, I don't want to feel this thing. I don't want to be rejected. I don't want to do this because I won't feel safe. I won't feel enough. I won't feel worthy. It's like, hey, my worth, my love, my safety flows through me. It flows through me. It's not determined by anything outside of me. Because let's, let's, Look at this fact. That five-year-old that was coming up, you sent that five-year-old love. Your external circumstance remained the same. Before this call and right now, you have the same amount of Instagram followers. You have the same money in the bank, unless someone just robbed you. Right? You're living in the same place. You look the same. But you were able to send love to this five-year-old and offer this deep healing. What does that say about you? I think that says something about you right now in your coaching. Because look at the smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just point you. I um, just point you to the truth. I just point you to what yeah. you already knew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. So, so good. I can't believe how much that just shifted. I cannot believe how much that just shifted and how much perspective I just got on every single aspect that I'm coming at my business with. Like with this, I'm not in, I don't really want to do it because I've read, everything is about avoiding that, that feeling. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there'll, there'll be more to that feeling. Like I'll have to go into that more for sure. I'll have to go oh. deeper on that. But there was
done. You're not done. The rest of your life. What? I wish. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Wow. See, this is why I meditate so much. Hmm. Two hours a day. It's quite a lot. I just sit there in silence. And I just ask myself the question, what's coming up right now? What is it that I need to hold space for? What is it that I fear most? What is it that's coming up in my body around rejection, around, uh, around unworthiness? And I imagine going broke and I imagine getting $50 million and I imagine no one loving me and I imagine everyone loving me and just saying like, what am I here to feel? What, what sides of me am I here to love? Another way to wrap this up in a nice little bow is to say, in order to succeed now, I need to love the side of me that can fail. Mm. In order to achieve wealth, I need to love the side of me that can go broke. In order to build an audience, I need to love the side of me that can be rejected and can be judged. You're reaching a level of consciousness now where that's your new truth. Mm. It, didn't, it might not have been in the past. It may have been, you may be an elevated level of consciousness to the to the point where your expansion was success, even if it was attached to the outcome. Right now, you're, you're ready for a deeper truth. But now you can think of the difference if you are to learn some business tactics and tools and strategies and do some marketing and work on your messaging, all the things that I love working on, you can now apply that from a place of wholeness, resourcefulness, from a place of using both your masculine and feminine in a balanced way, where you can, you can apply your love, your passion, your creativity, your fun, your playfulness. And when you implement them, feel everything that comes up along the way. What would that be like? Amazing. Can you see the difference compared to, I need to build my business in a way where I don't ever feel this thing? Yeah, I mean, totally. Um, but like, I have like, I have done a lot of work. I've done so much around, like, I just, I just can't actually believe that you just got in there and got down to it. Cause I like have been going, like I'm a healer. I, I do embodiment work. I do this, like, I, like, I feel like I know all this, like, but I just can't, I just couldn't. It's like my whole mind has been like, my whole ego has been, have this one task of making sure you do not go there. Do not go there. <laughs> Don't feel it. Don't feel it. So um, I honestly, that was absolutely phenomenal. Thank you so, so, so much. Hey, my Thank pleasure. you. My pleasure. Thank you for being open, honest, vulnerable for us. You're a clear example. Um, I know a few of you might need to leave. So feel free to leave whenever you need. I'm not, uh, we're not tied down here, but I'll finish up in a few minutes. Um, does anyone else have any other questions? No questions. Crazy. Cool. Hopefully you guys had some insights and some breakthroughs. But Eve, amazing. Thank you for your example. Thank you for being willing to feel. Thank you for being willing to do this work. Your soul's guided you here for a particular reason. I think you know what that is, but the ripple effect you now have that you're going to create from your business, from how you show up, from your vibration, for what you do for clients, how you contribute moving forward is going to be from a completely different energy. 
and a completely different, uh, a completely different vibration, more and more of your higher self. So give yourself a, a huge round of applause for doing that. Um, I thank you for your kind words as well. Um, it definitely thank you is so um, much. Yeah, it definitely means a lot. But thank you guys for being here. It's uh, it's definitely a, uh, it's definitely a gift. I wouldn't be. This is this is what I love doing. Hence why I'm doing it on my birthday. So <laughs> thanks for giving me the space as well. Um, yeah. I'll see you guys in the serving circle. And if you guys have any other questions or you need other resources and links and things, um, I'll definitely send them your way. But Eve, thanks again. And thanks for everyone for being here. I appreciate nice. it. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.